Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Happy Thursday. For those that are here live, for those that are here any day of the week, thanks for being here. Audio, video, live, whenever. Appreciate it. Yesterday we left off. And of course, good morning, Andy. Yesterday we left off on this concept of fighting deeper battles. When you fight the wrong battle, it's hard to win. Lots of times this happens in life, happens in business all the time. It happens in families all the time. Happens with children all the time. They're mad about something, but they're not mad about that. You know, the, I would say like the stereotypical case of this would be like the teenager comes home like mad at everybody, yelling at her mom for making the wrong dinner or whatever. I'm just picking like a, an archetype. And there's like a fight over dinner when the mom doesn't realize it has nothing to do with dinner. This had nothing to do with her. Teenager had an issue in school today that she couldn't resolve intellectually or mentally or emotionally. And mom is an easier target than her friends. Happens all the time in relationships. We fight the wrong fights. We get stuck on a detail when it's totally irrelevant. This is about an emotion that may or may not have anything to do with you. Now this applies interpersonally, but also applies internally, which is we may be fighting the wrong fights. We may be going through life and fighting to accomplish something when we want something much deeper. And when that thing comes, we can't identify it. So we lose to it or we avoid it when the stuff that we're trying to accomplish really is not giving us the the depth and the meaning that we really want in life. I want to feel like I am accomplished in this world. So I'm going to go out and get that thing, that job, that accomplishment. But really what makes me feel like I'm accomplished in life is when I achieve my goals and my values. When I gain the respect of the people around me. I know to do that is totally different, but I, I haven't thought it through. So I'll wake up and just follow whatever is in front of me, thinking that when I get there, I'll feel that, but I won't because that's not where my battle is. The battle of our lives takes place a few inches beneath the surface. The battle of our lives takes place in our values. What we go through every day really is the manifestation of the values. And so each value has a different garment that comes at us every day for us to either accelerate or to resist. For those who've been around for a while, we can reach up back to our earlier traits to us to stick, to step on the gas and operate with zeal or for us to hold the lever and operate with restraint. But either way, the levers of either go or stop are just there so that we can strengthen our foundation. So that the foundation of integrity 
stays strong. You don't gain integrity if you grow up in a world and everything around you has been pristine and cleaned and scrubbed. So when it comes your way, everything is already exactly the way it should be. You grow, you strengthen your integrity when you live in a world of sharks and you have to pass on deals where you have to pass on money. We had this a partner and I I'll never forget this. It wasn't a big decision, but still, I remember the day like it was yesterday. We had in one of the, I've got a great partner. I don't want to get into details that we have a, a small fund that does a certain type of investing. And one day a kid, a mom of a child asked me to talk to her son to give him some life advice. This kid's involved in a business. Kids makes an enormous amount of money. He's totally wasting it. Could use a place to park some capital. The fund that a friend of mine and I have could, is perfect for him. We bring him in. It looks amazing. The money he, the, the number he, he gave us to invest in the fund was incredibly significant. We started to ask more about the business and it wasn't, as they say, 100% kosher. It wasn't 100% not kosher. It wasn't 100% kosher. He left and we sat down and had a real conversation. It's not, it's not worth it. Even if it's kosher, it's not 100% kosher. We walked away. That was a battle. It was a battle. I can feel my savior saying, no, it's good for him. I can hear the voice. I can hear the voice in the room. Seeing, the, you know how much charity he can give? You know, you know the voice? That's the battle of integrity didn't take place in the synagogue. The battle of integrity takes place in, in, in the office, online. When you can say something and it's not 100% true and get ahead in line. When no one's looking. When you say how you feel, it's not really true to some boss because it gets you further in the company when you're just you're saying whatever it takes. Integrity. Integrity of, of values. I told you stories of one of my favorite people of all time, Lydia Kess. Lydia Kess was one of the, Lydia Marks, but her, I knew her as Lydia Kess. She was one of the first women to be partnered in Wall Street. She was a partner in the firm I started for Davis Polk. I told you this story, right? Lydia Kess was a religious woman in the 1960s and 70s. And for those of you who are familiar with the state of corporate America in the 60s and 70s, it was not easy for Jews and it was not easy for women. So the stodgy corporate white shoe firms were not that tolerant of either women or Jews. If you remember the story of Alan Dershowitz, Alan Dershowitz, when he applied to, I'm not going to say which firm, because I think the head of the firm is now a Jew. They said, we're not going to accept you because we already have our quota of Hebrews. This is what was going on in corporate America. Not like in the 1910, not in the 1920s. She became the first woman partner. 
and she was an Orthodox Jew. You know, you know how many times she had to fight for her integrity, for her beliefs? Do you have any idea? When she retired, first of all, just a, just a minute of greatness. When I told you when I got there, my first week, I was so nervous. It was September, October, worked on this big deal right away. They threw me in the back end. Got to have the conversation about Shabbat. It's the city till you get home. You got to leave 2, 2.30. And I remember walking to my Italian partner. And as I start to talk, he looks at me and says, don't say a word. I know. I know you guys turn into pumpkins on Friday. Here's the rule in my, this is what he said. Here's the rule in my book. If it's good enough for Lydia, it's good enough for me. Lydia Kiss wasn't even his, his partner. She was a paradigm of integrity. The Italian real estate partner looked up and said, yeah, whatever. It's good enough for Lydia. You know what that is? When she retired, the women of the firm got together. Jews, non gent, everyone. The women of the firm got together. And she gave a speech. And when she was done, I watched them line up and they were kissing her in tears, thanking her. Imagine. You think she fought integrity in her house? Maybe. The battle wasn't the battle wasn't the law document. The battle wasn't the deal she was working on. The battle wasn't the discrimination that she got. You know, back in those days, they didn't let women into the restaurants for lunch. And so she would work and she wouldn't make a big deal, but she wasn't allowed in. Her partners would have them go to like a cafe. Can you imagine these fancy schmancy white shoe partners? Golf clubs, Westchester, the whole deal. Eating in cafes because they didn't want Lydia to miss it. She kept her head up high, integrity, confidence, honor. It wasn't about the cafe. It was about her value. Every day she was battling for the value of integrity. Every day she was battling for value. That's what, that's what life's about. The circumstances of our lives are just giving us a garment in which to deepen our, our values. But if you see it as the circumstance, it goes in a different direction. But if you see it as the value being manifest in the circumstance, and you recognize that that's the value that I want in my life, then all of a sudden you have this energy that you never had before because the battle you're fighting isn't about the deal getting closed or the food being eaten or the fight about dinner. This isn't about whether or not you get this or don't get this. What you're fighting is about a value you see way past the circumstance. You see the kid who's losing it over dinner and you say to yourself, I need to teach my kid resilience. 
I need to teach my child how to fight, how to, how, to, how to overcome challenges, how to stay happy at difficult times. The dinner that she is going crazy over, that's a value. It's pushing me in the value of maybe my giving, of maybe my compassion, of maybe my empathy. There's so many values being put on the table when that teenager comes in, throws her bag on the, on, on the thing and, and, and makes a comment. There's so many values that are being manifest when the husband or the wife or the friend or the parent does the thing that gets you going. It's at that moment, the real battle is what about my compassion and what about my generosity? And when you look at the situations and what your glasses show you isn't the words being said, it's the value that you can now work on and strengthen the hill that you can take in the mountaintop of what you really are here for. It's a whole different fight. It's a whole different game. It's a whole different life. Every day is a day in which you're driving towards core values and strengthening. Every battle is an opportunity to overcome something. It's a whole new world. You're not living on the surface, having the same issues year after year, getting to the same fights you got into 20 years ago. I really should get up in the morning. I'm too tired. I should get up in the morning. I'm too tired. I should get up in the morning. People are struggling over a half an hour, waking up for 50 years, the same half an hour. What's that do with a half an hour? It's the value underneath it. It's a value underneath it. When you wake, when you go to bed at night and you say, whoa, this isn't about a half an hour. This is about my ability to either speak in a way that has integrity. This is by my ability, but overcome laziness. This half an hour is symbolic. And I have a brain. We can get that, you know, neuroplasticity, conditioning habits. We did this. We'll go back over it, right? And it, it, I have a, a strategy for how to do it. It's a different wake up, my friends. When that alarm goes off. It's not 30 minutes. You're fighting for the integrity of who you are whole world changes it could be that the problems that are in our lives are recurring because they're being sent to us so that we can strengthen the core values that we're here for maybe that kid who's driving you crazy is the kid that's going to make you the parent you're supposed to be maybe Maybe the recurring issues in our lives are occurring because the circumstances are largely irrelevant. The circumstances are just manifestations. They're just garments. God wants us to work on this. When we start to play at this level, days are different. The days are different and we can like chunk out issues and problems in different ways. And when you look out at the things that we struggle with, sometimes it's because we should get rid of them, but sometimes it's because that's why we're here to struggle with these things. Because as I struggle with them, I'm building muscle in an area that I never would have built muscle in. You see, there's people that have gone through challenge. 
They're not thinking about it when they go through it. And no one wants to go through sorrows. No one wants to go through pain. We want good challenges. We want sweet challenges. But every once in a while you meet somebody and they're going through something and while they're going through it, they just can't get their head around it. But when, they, when they're done, they look back and they're like, wow, they're, they're different people. And they know it. They're different people. Because they had to deepen themselves to their values, into what they stand for in order to get through the problem that was in front of them. In order to overcome the challenges before them, they had nothing that the surface could use. So they had to go deeper. And in the deeper parts of who they are, they had to find some core value that they stand for and stick with it. And the challenge that they went through on the surface was really just strengthening that core underneath the surface. And then when the challenge passed, they were different people. They were stronger people. They were more empathetic people. That I think is the story of, of our lives. What do I want to stand for? What do I want my values to be? Whether they, whether it's actually said in a eulogy or not, what do I want my eulogy to be? In truth, in truth, when I'm done with this world, when I'm done with this body, when I get to give back the, the space suit, when the bell rings and the laser tag is, I have to give back the laser tag and the, you know, the, the, the stuff that I put around me. That's what the body is. It's just an avatar to navigate this world with. It's just a way for me to communicate to you. It's all it is. It's a, it's a garment for the soul. Got to keep it healthy. We don't got to serve it. It's got to serve us. Our brains and bodies work for us. We don't work for it. And at some point, we're, we may have to give it back. And when we do, we want to make sure that we look back at the game and go, wow, I played it to my fullest. I played it to my fullest. We're going to talk about it on this tonight's show. Tonight's Shabbat show, we got on um, Jeff Schwartz. Jeff Schwartz, for the football fans here, was a a incredible uh, guard in the NFL. Played for the Giants, played for the Panthers, played for the Chiefs. We're talking about life and overcoming challenges, making mistakes in front of 50,000 people. It's a game. I don't mean it in this game like I'm trivializing it. I mean, it's a game like I'm strategizing it. Life's a game. And that I have to figure out how to play by the right rules. Because if I, if I'm in, the, if I'm on the field and I'm playing the wrong game, I'm losing, even though I'm trying. If we're playing the game of life and we don't know the rules, and we think life is about how comfortable can I make the body, or how can I beat the guy next to me? If if that's the, if that's the life, if that's the game of life, we may be playing the wrong game. Game of life may be something a lot deeper. 
And if we don't pay attention to it, we may miss it. We may really go our lives and think, I kept this thing comfortable and pleased, like, how'd I do? And then the body goes, what do you mean, how'd you do? Like, I, I don't know. I work for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for us to do something great. Why, why, were you, why were you giving me my whole life? Why were you letting me sleep all the time? Why were you letting in? I was, you're supposed to be conditioning me, not you, not vice versa, not vice versa. Once we realize that this thing that I have is really to get to the depths and to fight the real game. And we look at our days as not the surface, but as the depth in the circumstance. And we know what the end of the game is, or at least we think we try. Each day, each day is different. It feels deeper. And we'll, we find a lot more strength to fight with it because now we're fighting from our soul. All right, we'll continue this. How to fight from your soul. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here right now. Have an incredible, incredible day. God's help. I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.